some new issues of the zine coming out, and it sounds like the impetus to get online, a lot of it was because of a, a big international expanding audience that they have, and they're finding on places like Facebook. Um, and she's also involved with the, uh, the arts and, and dance community here in LA, which was sort of the genesis of um, Itch, to find out and explore dance community in LA and sort of um, what that meant, and if there was such a thing as a community in LA and dance, which sounds like she's found that there is. Um, anything else that we should know about you? Uh, I, is this on? Okay. Um, I review dance for the LA Times, and I'm a doctor. Hello? 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 Unlike Will, I don't have extensive experience with microphones. Um, I am a freelance dance critic for the LA Times. I've been a journalist for 17, 20 years now, and I am also a doctoral student here at UCLA. Yay. Doctoral candidate, officially. So I thought I'd let these guys do most of the talking, but I thought I'd start off. Well, I have one question for the audience. Is anybody connected to Twitter yet? Yes. Okay. And we have the, the hashtag L-A-T-F-O-B with the pound sign in front of it. It's case insensitive, so please tag your tweets that way. And um, you know, I would have loved to have a back channel streaming up here online uh, behind us with all your commentary, um, but I was actually talking to our publisher who I, I sit outside his office in the newsroom at the, um, sorry, the editor, Russ Stanton. Um, I sit outside his office at the LA Times and he went to a, a Harvard panel recently about the future of journalism and it was his first experience where he, they had a live streaming back channel um, with a chat room with 100 people logged in watching this sort of web stream of this uh, Nyman Media Lab broadcast, and he just found it very unnerving. To, he could kind of see it out of the corner of his eye on the left side of the screen, and he was telling me about that experience. So I thought, maybe it's a bit of a blessing that we don't have that uh, going today, but <laughs> maybe next year. Um, so I, I would like to ask the panelists to get started just how they feel. It, what impact does social media and, and the web in general have on reading? Is it a good thing, a bad thing, you know, positive, negative? And I think Otis might have an idea about how to influence reading with social media. So we could start with him. Um, sure, sure. So I, can you all hear me? Okay, I got, I got to sit close to this. Uh, so I, I've had a theory for a long time that, that reading was broken. And what I mean by that is it's, it's not really mass media, right? We all take a book and we often read it by ourselves and maybe we talk about it to a friend or two, but chances are that friend either hasn't read that book or maybe hasn't read it yet. So you have these really interesting experiences and ideas that you read about in books, but they aren't out there for the world to consume. Your ideas are pretty much locked into yourself, your conversations with friends, etc. And so that's one thing we, we've been trying to change at Goodreads is make reading more of a social experience. And by that, I don't mean go read a book with a friend and talk about it as you read. No one wants to do that. Um, but I mean, get the conversation about books out there where people can you know, talk to each other, uh, find like-minded souls, etc. cetera. And uh, I, I, when I started Goodreads two years ago, there was not a good place to do that. Uh, and that was kind of something that I thought there should exist. You know, I, I have another theory that the reason so many of us watch uh, you know, I love Star Trek, but uh, bad TV is, uh, <laughs> is because there's social pressure for us to watch TV, right? You go to work and you know that everyone's going to be talking about who got kicked off American Idol last night. And if you don't know who got kicked off American Idol last night, you're not in the conversation at work, so you have to know. Um, there's no such pressure with books. 
Nobody's going to ask you, oh, have you read that big new book that just came out? Or have you read Pride and Prejudice? You know, because there's, you're, there's none of your, you don't know who has read it, too. Um, so that's one thing that I think Goodreads is, is starting to change, is that the cool kids in school are now reading Twilight, and they're reading other books, and they're broadcasting this on Goodreads, and even on Facebook, and on MySpace, and on Twitter. Um, you know, we're on all three, and we broadcast out messages to all three. Um, and I think the more that the, the mavens in society do that, the more, you know, it kind of puts social peer pressure on everybody else to say, oh, reading is, is something I should be doing. You know, I haven't read Twilight yet. I need to go read it. Um, I'm just, I don't like Twilight. I'm just using that as an example because it's very popular. At least they're reading. <laughs> yeah. I keep, and, I keep telling myself. And Will, you're, uh, I think last time I looked, you were the 31st most followed person on Twitter. I'm not sure what now, That's but... Weird. What, what do you what do you think about um